0: Hello and welcome. I am Josh Hine. This is the Pitchless Selling Podcast, the podcast where we help you sell more. We talk a little about business and sprinkle in some personal motivation to help you live a life that you had only ever dreamed of. We're on a mission to help people change their lives, both personally and professionally. And we're so glad that you found us today. So thank you so much for joining us wherever it is. If it's, you know, you're watching this podcast online or listening to it somewhere. Thank you so much for being here and uh and look forward to uh, to going through today 's podcast episode with you today's a doozy um it's something near and dear to my heart, something that I really enjoy talking about and frankly it's something that I think is often overlooked it's kind of a concept that i don't know maybe it's uh maybe it's just like an unspoken truth about sales right um and what here 's what i mean that the the topic for today is uh, we're sort going to talk about the fact that Everyone wants something, right? The trick in sales is how do you get what you want, right? And that's sort of again, it's sort of the unspoken truth of sales. I think, look, at the end of the day, you know, everybody wants something. Your goal is trying to get what you want. Now, what do you want? You probably want to make the sales, right? I mean, I think most people, um, most salespeople, <laughs> besides the fact that their job is to sell whatever product or service uh, service it is that you're uh, you're offering you know, the, the goal is to sell as much as they can and make as much money as they can, right? So, you know, kind of whatever that personal motivation is for you, um, you know, on, on your side of things, that's that's obviously what you want. That's obviously what the salesperson wants. But we should talk a little bit about what the prospect wants, right? And so again, everybody wants something. When a prospect is joining a sales call, a call with you or they're engaged in a sales conversation with you. They want something as well. The trick is, and this is what makes someone a really good salesperson, is if you can both get what you want, right? That is what makes someone a great salesperson. So what is, you know, what does a prospect want? Well, I don't know. A prospect wakes up in the morning and, you know, they know they've got a, a sales call with you today. You know, it's not like they wake up and they're like, oh, what do I want? What do I want? Hmm, what do I want today? I know. I want to waste as much of Josh's time as I possibly can. Just let him go through his presentation. I'm not going to buy anything. I just want to waste his time. No, of course not, right? They're talking to you because either they know they have problems and they're hoping that you can solve them or they want you to solve them, or they're just willing to listen to you and, look, again, at the end of the day, they're hoping that or what they want is that you change their life or you change their business. Aha. So, That is going to be at the base of everything we talk about. It's the foundation of everything we talk about. Now, this isn't going to come as a surprise to you. Today's podcast is not going to come as a surprise to to those of you out there who have taken any of the the pitchless selling trainings online. If you've gone through any of our training programs, um, whether it's, again, self-service online, you're a member of our Level 1 or Level 2 programs, or if maybe uh, you've gone through our training program through your business, um, today's concept, today's topic... Uh, won't come as a surprise to you because it's really foundational to pitchless selling and and what the pitchless selling framework and methodology really is. And so let's take a step back here. First and foremost, there are two different types of 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 ways that we look at what do people want on a sales call or in a sales opportunity. And again, let's take the fact the fact of the matter that you have a job to do. You're trying to sell as much as you can. This isn't this today's episode is not about talking about. Your why. This isn't talking about your personal motivation, right? Your personal goals, those types of things. Believe me, I understand all too well companies have, you know, maybe you've got a sales, a monthly, quarterly, annual sales quota or sales target that you have to hit just to keep your job, right? Maybe you've got some personal financial goals that you've set up and you want to sell as much as you can in order to hit those financial goals. I get all that, and that's all. You, you should have those things, by the way. I'm a big fan of that, right? The accountability is, is great. I think having a goal and something to shoot for is fantastic, so long as, of course, you have a plan and how you're gonna get there. Again, that's a topic for another day. But those things are, I would say, secondary to the truth of what makes a good salesperson, which is what we're gonna focus on today. So there's, what does a prospect want in a sales, in a sales call or from a sales call or from a conversation with you? And I think the other thing, this one's maybe a little bit more obvious and, and talked about a little bit more frequently, but it's the, the negotiation side of things and the, the objection handling side of things, right? That's, that's an area where I think salespeople spend a ton of time and frankly, even a, a ton of money, you know, buying different trainings or, or going through different, hey, give me the scripts for overcoming these objections. How do I overcome this objection, right? What's the, what do I say here? What do I? So that is another huge area what we're going to talk about today. And I'm foreshadowing, this will be a little bit later in the episode, but stick around for that. Cause that part's really good. It's important to understand what people want and how to get what you want. All right. So again, that's kind of the topic for today. So let's dive into the first part of this. You know, the first part, again, I, as I said, the prospect isn't just showing up like, Hey, how do I waste Josh's time today? How do I waste the salesperson's time today? Right? They don't want to waste your time usually, <laughs> and they don't want to waste their time, right? So they're coming to try to get something out of this conversation with you. And so at the at the heart of that, what I would say is if they can come away from the experience, having learned something about themselves or learned something about their business that maybe they didn't know or just hadn't thought through all the way, right? That is going to be a valuable use of their time, whether or not you sell them their product or service. So again, keep in mind, you're trying to make an impact on these people. Right? You want to leave them with a good taste in their mouth, even if they don't buy from you. You want them to, hey, when this need pops up in the future, who am I going to call? I'm calling Josh. Why? Because I had a great experience with them, right? Or they're talking to another uh, a, a friend who's in a you know same industry, different business, right? And that that friend happens to mention a problem they're having, and all of a sudden, in the back of his mind, he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, you know what? I had a great conversation with this guy over here, Josh. He was awesome. You should talk to him. I think he could solve your problem." Boom, referral, right? Word of mouth. So you need to have a good experience. Rule number one: with understanding, it's it's all about everybody wants something. How do you get what you want? Rule number one, and this is going to totally reshape the way you look at sales, okay? This is not necessarily the way that sales has been trained. Or, again, if we're just talking about the things that have gone unsaid, this sort of unspoken truth, right? Everyone everyone thinks about, I should sell as much as I can. I want to make as much money as I can. I want to hit my goals. I want to hit my quotas, whatever, right? No. Rule number one is you have to shift your focus. Stop worrying about you. Stop worrying about your sales goals, your financial goals, your whatever. Focus on the prospect. Put 100% of your effort into that prospect. You should go into every sales opportunity with the mindset of, I want to learn as much as I can about them. So I can figure out how, what I have to sell, what my product, look, you should know what your product and service offers, right? You should know the value prop of your product and service. You should know the benefits, the features, advantages, benefits of your product, of your service, right? So what you should do is you need to reshift the way that you go into these calls and you need to focus on how does what you have to sell help them? How can you change their life? How can you change their business? Right. So, the other thing with this is prospects might come to you and they already have, you know, a pro- they already know they have a problem, right? Or they've got issues or challenges and they're hoping you can solve them. Well, here's the thing far too often, tell me if this is you. All right. Tell me. Let me know if this is you. You're talking to a prospect, they give you a couple of, of issues or a problem some challenge, right, that they're having, and boom, right away, you know that's something you can solve, right? Ooh, you're thinking, ooh, I'm selling this. I'm selling this today, right? First thing, boom, you got a problem. You told me what your problem is. I got something. Let me show you what I got for you, right? Let me solve that for you. And I think, again, this is a lot of people's brains are just wired to be like problem solvers. Like, hey, you tell me you got a problem. Guess what? Boom, I'm going to jump in and solve it for you. You have to wait. That is an amateur sales move. Okay, If you want to reach the top levels of sales in your industry, at your company, in your industry, or even worldwide right across any industry, if you want to be someone who can sell anything to anyone, you want to be an elite salesperson, you can't be the salesperson who falls for that trap. When someone gives you a problem, when a prospect gives you a problem or talks about a challenge, some issue that they're having and you know you can solve it, Don't just jump in and solve the problem. Oh, great. I got something for you. Sit right down. Let me show you what we got. Don't do it. You can't do it. Okay? You have to dig deeper. Because at the end of the day, here's what happens. If you stay sort of surface level with that problem right that prospect has a problem and it's th- that problem in their mind is is only a certain size right maybe it's a specific dollar amount maybe it's just a you know a, a slight hindrance to them it's a kind of a pain but they found a way to work around it so now just because you know you have something that solves that problem you go to present your offering right you pitch them your product or your service and it comes time to ask them for the business and they're like no thanks I'm not going to do it it's just not worth it. I just it's a little too expensive for us. That's more than we're willing to pay to solve that problem. You're like whoa 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 What do you mean? What what, what do what 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 do you mean? You said you had this problem. I just solved this I just solved the problem for you. Now you don't want to buy it. What happened? Right? Has this ever happened to you? You think a calls going great, you think a sales conversation's going great. You're doing everything you can. You're solving their problems. You know it's a perfect fit. You know it's a perfect fit. Your product is going to be a perfect fit for them. Right? And then you go to ask for the business and it's a no. What happened? Well, what happened was you might solve their problem, but the problem you didn't make big enough. You didn't focus on the impact of that problem, right? People have problems. So what, right? They told you what the problem is. So what? That should be your first thought in your mind now, right? Rewire your brain. The rewiring starts with don't focus on yourself, focus on them. How can you help them? How can you, look, you should set out as a salesperson. Your job is to help people, change people's lives, change people's businesses, right? That is how you're going to increase stickiness. Sell them more products, Sell, uh, upsell them on bigger opportunities. You want to know the best way to get referral business? Understand what they're going through right? Really, truly understand not just the problems they're having, but what impact are those problems having on their business, right? What impact are those problems having on them personally, okay? Now, all of a sudden, when you go to present your offering, oh, by the way, it's called pitchless selling for a reason. We call this pitchless selling for a reason. Again, if you've gone through any of our training programs, you know this is foundational, We should never be pitching our products. If you're pitching, if you're going through a sales pitch, it's because you don't understand the prospect. You don't understand their needs. You don't understand their problems. And most importantly, you don't understand the impact of those problems. Because if you did, then rather than having to just pitch them, hey, this is what my product does. These are the features of my product. This is what other people seem to like about my product. Don't you like that about my product too? Right? That's a sales pitch. No, no, you have to genuinely set out to understand your prospect, understand their needs, understand those problems, so that way you can recommend a solution to those problems. Let me give you an example here. This is an analogy for you. I love this. I've said this in, uh, you know, in front of you know big groups of people on tra- trainings, live trainings. Um, heck, it's even online. I use the same analogy. It's, I think it's a great analogy. So you go to the doctor. Imagine you go to the doctor's office, right? You go to the doctor and you tell him, "Hey, look, Doc, I fell down, fell really hard. My arm's killing me. I broke my arm. Go ahead and give me a cast and and get me out of here." Well, a doctor doesn't just say, "Oh, yeah, okay, cool. What color cast do you want? I'll go, I'll go. You know, we'll get we'll get you out of here. Yeah, go grab the plaster, cast you up, boom, away you go." Right? No, that's not how it goes. It's not how it goes at all. What does a doctor do? Right? You come in. Ah, oh, even if you tell them, "Look, I broke my arm. I need a cast. Cast me up." What are they going to do? No, they're going to say, "Well, well, tell me where does it hurt." right? Tell me, how did you fall? Did your arm twist or did it bend or what, you know, whatever, right? They're going to take x-rays. They're going to check the rest of you to make sure that, okay, do we have any issues up in the upper arm? Do we have any issues in the wrist? Imagine this for a second. If the doctor didn't do that, right? And they just took your, yep, uh, broke his arm, get him a cast. Let's turn him around, get him out of here. Next thing you know, week or two goes by and you're realizing, oh man, my wrist is killing me. You go back in, hey, doc, cast is a little too tight here. The wrist, has got, wrist is really hurting me. Uh, they take, then they take a deeper look at it. They say, oh, it turns out you tore a ligament in your wrist. Now you actually need surgery in the wrist. Well, there you have it. Wish I'd have known that the first time, right? So that's why the doctor goes through and they do all the things, right? They check you out. They give you the full workup, check you out, ask the questions, take the x-rays, do all that so they can figure out what's actually wrong So they can solve those problems, so they can present the solution to you for what needs to happen in order to get you better, all right? So let's, again, let's go back now and talk about you doing that in your job as a salesperson, in your sales career. If you understand their business, think about this for a second. If you can truly change someone's life or change someone's business, right, do you think that they're going to be more willing to give you referrals if you ask for them? Of course, what if you what if you sell a product or a service that um, the customer can cancel? No long term contracts, right? Customers can cancel at any time. Well, if you just you might just get them hyped up on the sales call. If you you know if you're just pitching them your offering, you might get them excited and and get them to buy into the the thought that okay, yeah, I'm going to use it for this, and I think this could this could help us. But then a month or two later, or a quarter or whatever it is, they cancel because it, it wasn't really you know it wasn't really helping them or or they weren't using it the right way or it wasn't solving the problems the right way. But if you're showing them something that's truly changing their business because you did the work to figure out how can you work your product or service in, where can you help or solve or, or change the way that they do business or where, where can you change this person's life? Well, now what? Now they love you, right? Now they're going to tell people about it. They're going to give you testimonials. They'll give you referrals if you ask for them and you ask for them the right way. By the way, that's another, uh, that's another uh, episode we've got for you. So I don't want to let the cat out of the bag on that one just yet, but we'll talk about that. Okay. Now imagine if you sell a product that has uh, upsell opportunities down the road, right? Maybe you want to sell them more, or maybe you have other products. Or, or other offerings that you could sell them down the road. Well, if, if you're doing a great job, if you've just changed the way they do business, if you've just changed their life with this initial sale, pfft, talk about a warm lead, right? That's going to be a great opportunity to sell them more in the future. So none of this can happen. Again, going back to the, the, the main um, topic, main objective of this podcast episode is to, everybody wants something. You want to sell them. Your job is to sell them. You want to make as much money as you can. You want to sell as much as you can. That's great. But how do you get that? How do you get what you want? We fundamentally believe that you get what you want by really investing in the prospect. Change their life. Change their business. That's how you're going to get what you want. All right? So let's switch gears and talk a little bit about the, the negotiation side or the objection handling side. Actually, you know what? This is a really good time before I transition. I do have one ask of you. It's the only thing I'm going to ask of you, okay, with this podcast. is if, if you are enjoying it so far, do me a favor and just share this podcast with just one person. I'm not asking you to send it out to a bunch of people or you know spend a bunch of time on this. It should take you 30 seconds, maybe a minute, but that would be really, that uh, would really go a long way for us and help us on our mission again to change people's lives professionally uh, and personally. It would mean the world to me if you can just share it to one person if you're enjoying it. Somebody else you think that uh, this minute uh, message, or this episode would benefit. So thank you so much for doing that. I, I really appreciate it. And like I said, um, best way for us to change people's lives is going to be for for people like you to to help spread the word. So thank you for doing that. Um, all right, let's switch gears here really quickly. I told you I wanted to talk about this negotiation and, and objection handling side of things. So, you know, I, 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 and first off, when we talk about negotiation and objection handling, again, if you've gone through our program in any way, you'll know that if you sell the right way, if you follow the pitchless selling framework, and the methodology, and you go through and you do your job the right way, you are going to eliminate so many objections. You know, sales reps, it's a, it's it's amazing how many times people ask me about objections. Well, how would you overcome this? How would you handle this? And I get it. Objections is a part of selling. I'm not saying we just eliminate objections altogether. That's not what happens. But if you sell the right way, you can absolutely prevent and or get ahead of some of these objections, eliminate them from ever happening. All right, so. Let's talk a little bit about this, though, because in a negotiation and, and when there are objections, again, everybody wants something. Your prospect wants something, right? So maybe it's just that they they want to feel assured that this is product's actually going to help them or your service is actually going to solve their problems, right? If you didn't do your job the right way and, and you're feeling like it's a little bit confrontational, maybe they just want to win, right? Maybe they're just kind of like feeling like this is a you versus me thing. This oftentimes uh, you'll see a lot of pricing objections that come. People just want to haggle on price, right? It's like, ah, and they go back and forth. Meet me in the middle. By the way, don't ever meet in the middle. To, just stick with us, okay? Take our take our courses. We'll teach you how to avoid that. But um, the whole pricing objection thing, you know, they just, sometimes they just want you to give up a little bit. Give them a little something so they can feel like they've won. Again, I don't recommend that. Uh, we'll teach you how to, how to handle that, but... The point is, when it comes to negotiating and it comes to handling objections, right, we're gonna go back to the main topic of this podcast. Everybody wants something. So when it comes to an objection or it comes to a negotiation, this one is simple, right? Rule number one for this side of things: figure out what they want. See, far too often, what happens is sales salespeople get this sort of verbal diarrhea thing going on where they just start throwing out like they just start solving objections or handling objections or answering questions the prospect didn't even ask, or they start throwing out features or or more p- parts of their solution that they think might be helpful, or or they just want to give a discount or something right away, right? And it's like, what are we doing here? Whoa, 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 pump the brakes, champ. You don't even know what the prospect truly wants. And it's, look, I'm making it sound a little bit easy. I'm simplifying it here for the point of discussion, but the point is you've got to figure out what they want. I know it's not that easy because oftentimes what the, what the prospect is saying in their objection or when they're actually negotiating with you isn't actually what they want, right? They're giving you some other, it's, it's represented in some other way. So for objection handling, again, going back to how do you get what you want? Well, when you're negotiating... When you're talking about objection handling, you have to first figure out what do they actually want, all right? And so this can be simple. You just have to ask them some questions. When someone gives you an objection, human, it's, it's, this is classic. You're, the, the normal human reaction is to want to answer their question. So what a lot of salespeople get caught up doing is someone gives you an objection or they're negotiating and boom, you just try to overcome that objection right away. No, stop doing that. Instead, I want you to ask a question. Okay? Ask a question about whatever objection they just gave you, right? Or if they're trying to negotiate with you, don't get caught up in the negotiation right away. Now, you might have to get into it. There, there might be a, a negotiation. Again, non confrontational. You can look, you can very calmly negotiate with someone, honestly. Negotiate with someone. Okay. Honesty is everything. Be open. Be transparent. Don't just say that you're being honest with someone, but actually be honest with someone. Again, your mission should be to help them. How can you change their life? Okay. So if you're in this negotiation or you're overcoming objections, especially with a negotiation, I want you to don't get caught up in that push and pull. Stop for a second. Calm yourself down. Stop and ask a question. Get to the heart of what they're trying to accomplish. Get to the root of the objection that they have. Okay. And then once you get there, once you get the the actual truth out of them, what are they trying to accomplish? Well, then you actually can put a plan in place for how you overcome that objection. Right. And oh, by the way, if you've done your job the right way up until this point, not, again, you're not this old school sort of like cramming products down their throat type of sales process, right? You're just, you're just feature pitching and it's you know, super in their face. That's not the right, you can't do it that way okay because all that does is create problems for you at the end of the call so if you've done things right up until this point where you've followed the pitchless selling framework or you've gone through our process you've been on their side right you've been working through the the conversation with them trying genuinely trying to understand their their business or their personal situation and genuinely trying to change their life or change their business then they're going to be a lot more forthcoming here at the end with the challenges that they're having or with the objections that they're having. So with all that said, I'll leave you with a challenge. All right. On your next sale, I'm just asking you to do this once. Try it once. And if you can stick to it, you'll be better for it. Maybe you got to come back and rewatch this or re-listen to this podcast. That's fine. But on your next call, my challenge for you is this. On your next sales conversation, I want you to shift your focus. Completely put aside any sort of personal uh, motivations, any sort of those 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 goals or whatever. Anything about you, I want you to put it aside. And I want you to put your whole effort into focusing on that on that prospect. Okay, I want you to focus on what again? What can your product solve for them? You know what your product and service can do. Okay, focus on understanding them. Partner with them. Truly work with them. Okay. Make it clear right away that you're on their side and you're not just trying to cram something down their throat that they don't need. All right. So that's my challenge for you on your next conversation. Just the next one, keep doing it if you can, but for sure, on the very next conversation you have, I want you to go and I want you to focus on that prospect. How do they get what they want? All right. So that's my challenge for you. Now, why do we do this? Why do I want you to do this? It's simple. At the end of the day, if you change people's lives, right, if you change the way people do business, and if you can show that you genuinely care about them, well, they're going to change your life as well. Right? So that's how you get what you want. You get what you want by giving them what they want, helping them live a life or helping them operate a business in a manner that they never thought possible. Things so good that they never even thought it was possible. You keep doing that, and I guarantee you'll reach levels of success that you never thought possible. So thanks again so much for joining us today on the Pitchless Selling Podcast. Um, Again, if you don't mind, if if you enjoyed the episode today, please find one person that you think might benefit from the message from the podcast. Help us on our mission to change people's lives personally and professionally. Thanks so much for stopping by, and we'll see you on the next one.